Fishing for a show aimed at the outdoor enthusiast? Tune in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, Saturday at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 147, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops. If you love fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors and want to make it even better, you're in the right place with host Rob Keck. Your adventure starts right here. Good morning and welcome, and thanks for tuning into Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, where truly your adventure starts right here. I'm Rob Keck, your host. Spring is here. Yeah, there's plenty of turkey scouting and antler shed hunting. And for those just wanting to wet a line, let me tell you, those big slab crappies and lunker bass, they are cranking it up on the farm ponds, the lakes, rivers, and in many parts of the south. And that means before you head out to the woods or out on the water, you've got to stop on by Bass Pro Shops. Cabela's going to find the latest gear at the very best prices on everything that you'll need for both bass fishing and turkey hunting and really so much more in the great outdoors. Today, for most of our show, we're going to spend visiting with a legendary Hall of Fame bass fisherman, an award-winning television host, a passionate and accomplished hunter, a rancher, a successful businessman. My good friend Jimmy Houston is with us, and he's going to share his faith as well as he does to thousands of others in churches each year. Before we meet Jimmy and joining us here, none other than a communications manager of Bass Pro Shops, Katie Mitchell. Katie, welcome back. Happy March. Spring has sprung. I can tell you the peaches are in full bloom here in South Carolina. The daffodils are golden. And how about the Ozarks, Missouri? Is it looking like spring there yet? Well, not quite yet, but we certainly had March come in like a lion the other night with huge thunderstorms. And, you know, speaking of those peaches, you know my mouth waters for those South Carolina peaches. So don't forget me again this year, Rob. <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't. And, you know, you're talking about storms. I, you know, my, my heart goes out. Our prayers go to those people in Tennessee that Absolutely. were impacted by, you know, the tornado, the loss of lives and, and property. I mean, it's just something that uh, I think all of us listening, if if you would just say a prayer for those people. So, the Spring Fishing Classic well, at Bass yeah. Pro Shop, tell us it, about it. it What's is up? in the Ozarks, and you know, spring, you know, awe spring, as they say, when a young man's fancy turns to thoughts of, well, the love of fishing, let's put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebration of hook set season here for us at Bass Pro Shops with our annual Spring Fishing Classic going on at all the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela stores across the United States, and that will continue through April the 1st. And as always, you know, we're going to offer lots of opportunities for the novice and experienced anglers as well to learn from big pros, local pros. They can load up on the latest fishing gear, interact with outdoor celebrities, obviously win some prizes and lots of events for women to attend seminars as well as children. We have a whole weekend devoted to, to kids learning how to fish and they can do cast and uh, casting challenges, uh, catch and release ponds, do a craft and just all kinds of things to build excitement for this new fishing season. And like I said, it's hook set season that's going to be filled with lots of tips and techniques from the pros. You don't want to miss this event. Hey, Katie, the rod and reel trade-in again this year. Tell us about probably, that. Probably, yes, probably uh, one of the most endearing traditions during our Spring Fishing Classic, obviously, is to help our customers engage the next generation of anglers, and that is by turning in their gently used rods and reels. And when they do so, they're going to save big on the purchase of new fishing gear. They can save up to $150 on a new reel or rod that they've been looking at. And in turn, we take these uh, donated rods and reels, get them refurbished and spiffied up and everything, and then all of our stores across the United States will be having what we call National Donation Day later on uh, in June, and they will be donating to the local area nonprofit organizations that have some type of a children's education program in place, some program that gets them outside and fishing, and like I said, it's so important to build that next uh, generation. To date, in the past five years, Bass Pro and Cabela's has given away over 400,000 products to youth-focused nonprofit organizations. It's all part of our mission to inspire hey, everyone to enjoy, all, love, and conserve. Yes. <laughs> it's all right there. And, 
You know, when you talk about conserve, our outdoor fund, the Bass Pro Shops Cabela's Outdoor Funds, that granting body has really been involved in some major conservation programs. Share a little bit here before yes, we run absolutely. out of time, Katie. This, this obviously is guided by the visionary leadership of our Bass Pro founder, Johnny Morris, and this fund will empower Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's 200 million annual customers to support conservation efforts when they round up their purchases at the register. This money then goes in turn to organizations, grassroots uh um, entities, uh, really worthwhile organizations that are trying to get the um, kids in the area or some big project that they've got working on to help uh, effectively shape the future of the outdoors for all, you know, and generations to come that love it. So it's, yeah. it's a very important program. Well, it is. And it really meets the three pillars of conservation of Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, and uh, you know, what What a job it has done. And, Katie, look, thanks. we got to move to our first break. Uh, but thanks for all that you do in bringing us uh, the great stories from Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. And happy March to you. Folks, when we return, you're going to meet the legendary angler, Jimmy Houston. This and a whole lot more coming right up. And I'm Rob Kent, your host, right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. We are the young minds that will shape tomorrow's world. But today, the world is in your hands. What's your vision for the future? Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has been the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. And we've had the same vision for the future for more than 75 years. A future with clean water, abundant wildlife, plenty of places to enjoy nature, and wetlands, sufficient to fill the skies with waterfowl today, tomorrow, and forever. Sure, there's still a whole lot of work to be done, but we know we can turn things around together because we are the next generation of DU conservationists. And with a little help from you, our future is looking really bright. Ducks Unlimited, working for conservation for generations to come. A public service from Ducks Unlimited. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And if you've just tuned in, we're introducing our guest for the remainder of the show, my good friend Jimmy Houston. Jimmy is one of the most well-known and colorful personalities in the world of fishing. And he's best known as the host of award-winning television shows. And, and his experience in the outdoor industry is even much more extensive. And you know, this legendary outdoorsman is, is a member of four halls of fame. He's won over a million dollars in bass fishing tournaments. And, you know, having uh, been born back in 1944 in San Marcos, Texas, and growing up in Moore, Oklahoma, this man's ever-ready battery just keeps on going and going and going. And I tell you, most people half his age couldn't keep up with him. Well, He's always had a passion for the outdoors, and to this day, not only bass fishing, but I can tell you firsthand, he loves chasing big white tails and wild turkeys, and, you know, Jimmy grew up in church, and he's never lost his way with his Lord and Savior, and he's written five books about his career, and he's got some of his faith sprinkled in. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit, but, you know, that infectious laugh along with the trademark kiss on the lips of a bass makes him truly one of a kind and i can tell you i treasure our times together with our bass pro shops team and i count him as a dear friend please welcome to the show back to the show he's been with us before jimmy houston jimmy welcome back well thank you rob how you doing buddy man i'm doing great just coming off a, a gould's hunt in arizona and uh you know looking ahead you know turkeys are gobbling the fish are biting i mean it's a great time of year <laughs> Boy, it is. I tell you, our tur- turkeys are really getting it on down here in southern Oklahoma right now. And I actually, uh, I actually saw some uh, as I was driving into the ranch yesterday. I-, I saw some out in the field, and one gobbler, and he had about fifteen hens. That's uh-huh. one lucky guy, huh? <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> and, you know, and, 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 and you know, and I just rolled down the window and and. It, oh, 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 with my mouth, and, and he boy he went up and strut and gobbled immediately, and I thought, man, it's great. It's that time of the year. The grass is getting green. The fish are biting. Uh, you know, you got to go out there and, and, and kill a ghoul turkey in, in the United States. That's just an amazing success story is. right there. You know, I've hunted them in Mexico, and I know you you have also. And and uh, they're an incredibly beautiful bird. They gobble a lot, which all turkey hunters like that. But but yeah. uh, but they're they're really really a special special turkey to get to hunt. 
Oh, they are. Well, Jimmy, a few weeks ago, our paths crossed uh, one morning and at the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania Airport, and you were coming from a speaking engagement at the NRA's Great American Outdoors show, and I was coming from leading a Trump Victory Sportsman Second Amendment Coalition rally, and you right. were on your way to Indiana, I think it was, to share your faith at a mega church that had sold out thousands uh, that were going to attend that event, and I know you do this a lot. And I wanted you to share right up front with our listeners how many church engagements that you speak at in a given year. I think it's so powerful. Well, it, it, we, it, it was a great event. It's actually in Silverdale Baptist, and that was in Chattanooga where that one was. I oh, believe. okay. I'm, I could be a little wrong because, yeah, I do speak <laughs> at about 15 to 25 churches a year. And they are mostly big churches. We do speak in some smaller churches here in Oklahoma because they're, they're close, you know. But when we go out on the road, we usually are speaking at the big churches, and and uh, we've got uh, the big fellowship church there, which is Ed Young's church, in, uh, uh, right there at the, uh, right by the airport in Arlington, Texas. They have several campuses around the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Ed Young, of course, played played uh, his, his dad, Ed Young Sr., has a second Baptist in Houston. Uh, Ed played, uh, uh, actually, Ed Young made the, and, and he'll appreciate me saying this because he doesn't talk about it, but uh, made the winning basket for Florida State basketball team in the national championship back many many years ago, several years ago. <laughs> but uh, but we speak at that church all four services. It's going to be really great for me. Uh, four services on a Sunday morning uh, and uh, two different campuses, and we do one, wow. go to the other, go to the other, go to the other. And, but it's going to be great. I mean, isn't that fantastic to get to do something like that? Who would ever think, yeah. Rob, that fishing would lead you to where you can uh, you can do that and. And uh, it's uh, you know it's it's great because we we get to talk to a lot of people that sometimes don't go to church. You know, this yeah. is unusual to do it on a Sunday morning. Usually, ours are Thursday nights or Saturdays. You know, wild game dinners, fish fries, things like that. And uh, and of course, you know, the the big thing we've got going now is our, our daily devotionals that we do on our YouTube channel. You know, we have a Jimmy Houston Outdoors YouTube, and and it's not a large channel. It's only got I think thirty eight thousand subscribers on it. We started about a year ago. But uh, we do that daily devotional every morning at 5 o'clock. We read that from our Catch of the Day daily devotional book we wrote a few years back, and we uh, we add some stuff to it every morning. And and uh, we've got three or 4,000 people uh, every morning that, that, that watch that on YouTube and about probably another uh, ten or 15,000 that watch it on our Facebook channel. I think we've got 288,000 on our Facebook. But, uh, amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's kind of amazing that, you know, a little old green fish that you go out there and catch and have fun with is, <laughs> Lead you into something that's uh, turned into a, a kind of a small ministry, I, I would say. Yeah, well, it is. And, you know, I've got to ask, I, you know, I mentioned your introduction. I mean, you're like the ever-ready bunny. I mean, you just keep going and going and going and going. Where do you get your energy? I mean, there's people well, wait, half wait. your age, Jimmy, that, that couldn't keep up with you. Well, we do keep going really hard, and, and uh, we've been uh, you know, a kid to that uh, ever-ready buddy for a long time, and I'm not sure if it's a good deal or a bad deal for people to relate you to a peak rabbit, but, <laughs> but uh, and, and it's, uh, it's kind of funny because my people, my buddies over at O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, we promote their Superstar batteries. They say they don't ever talk about a Superstar battery, and I, 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 it, uh, your, your energy comes from a Superstar, and I said, well, it'd be kind of hard to put a, a, a 60-pound battery inside of me and carry it around, man. <laughs> we just go hard, you know. We've been very blessed, Rob, with good health, as you know. You, you and I have been friends for a long time. And I've, I've spent one night in the hospital in my life, in my lifetime, and, and it, that's just nothing but just a, a, a pure blessing. That's just all there is to it. Yeah. It's a God yeah. thing. It's nothing that I did. And, uh, and, and, and you know, we're, we're blessed with that, that energy, and we've, we don't sleep very much. And, and uh, we love what we do, you know. I, mean, I think that's sure. the biggest part of it is when you – we have been able to spend our life hunting and fishing, and, and I don't fish as much as the, the the tournament guys that are just just tournament guys. They fish 200, 250 days a year. I only get to fish about 130, which is still a lot of days. I typically get to fish 130. Now everybody says, "Oh yeah, only 130." And uh, and but but uh, but but you know that to, to get the to, to wake up and know that your life's involved in the outdoors. I mean, to me, <clears throat> that's just like golly. I mean, what more could you ask for? And, uh, and, 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 you know, and to be able to make a living at it and have fun and, and, uh, and, yep. and, and meet, and, you know, and the other thing about being in the outdoors is, is the people that we run around with and the people that we know and consider friends and fish and hunt with, they're great people because that's what the outdoors produces. It's great people. 
It is. It is. Well, look, we got to take our first break. Folks, we return. Going to continue our discussion and visit with Jimmy. This and a whole lot more coming right up. And I'm Rob Keck, your host right here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Thanks for joining us, and we will be right back. Sirius XM's Rural Radio is your guide to the agricultural markets. I'm John Jenkinson. It's all about the rural lifestyle and the ag industry. It's not just farming. Your money. Hi, this is Christina Loren with the Market Day Report. Our coverage of news, weather, and the commodity markets targeted to rural America. Your information. I'm Darren Hefty. And I'm Brian Hefty. Darren and I host the Ag PhD Radio Show. Open up the farm and the challenges we face. You can learn how to do it for yourself. Rural Radio, Sirius XM 147, or listen on the Sirius XM app. Hey everybody, I'm Easton Corbin, and I grew up in the smallest county in the state of Florida, and that's a long ways from Nashville, let alone elk country. But I've been hunting all my life, and I've always dreamed of chasing elk. When I came out west and heard my first bugle, I was hooked. I just had to roll with it. Now I want to make sure that dream will be here for tomorrow's hunters. If you feel the same way, make a difference and join the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation by going to www.rmef.org. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Thanks for joining us. If you just tuned in, I can tell you what, we've got a lively and a wonderful visit with legendary angler Jimmy Houston with the 50th Bassmasters Classic, Lake Gunnersville, Alabama. You know, why don't you share with our listeners just very quickly, you know, what this Super Bowl of bass fishing is like you know, what it means to, to guys that, you know, participate in it and only the few that ever win. Well, it's an absolute great event. It is, uh, you know, the biggest prize in, uh, in, in fishing from a dollar standpoint. Uh, I think that they're that, that now paying $300,000. Uh, some of those purses for the Bassmaster Classic were 500000 for a while. And, and uh, you know, the FLW Championship paid a million dollars to a couple of guys. So it, it, it's the biggest prize out there but but it's a career changer is a big thing you know there can be uh, you know and there are people that have won that that have been basically unknown to to pretty much uh, anybody in the in the world brian kershaw you know won it as an amateur that qualified uh, for that tournament and uh, and won that nobody had heard that name and instantly that changed his career in fishing and 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 it changes everybody's it would change even if you're a really well-known fisherman which most of those guys are that fish there in that classic, uh, it changes their career, but, and, and it's like winning. You mentioned the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a prize they never take away from you. And, and we look at, we look at, at people like, you know, I just, I'll pick a fisherman out right now, Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> uh, you know, he still shows those Super Bowl rings off, you know, sure. and they still talk about him winning that, that Super Bowl. And, 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 and Terry's my age now. It's, it's something that they don't ever, take away from you know it's like a, 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 a angle of the year title it's, it's a title that very few people win and and it just it's a career changer that's all i can say what is i mean you look at the daytona 500 i think it's another great parallel Same i mean deal. some of the Same greatest deal. stock car racers in the sport have never won there and uh you know what makes it so difficult then for you know legendary anglers you know really accomplished anglers to win it well, I think a part of the deal is the approach, you know, and just exactly what you put into that. You know, uh, to some of the fishermen, that is the ultimate prize. Uh, my deal in fishing, I've always looked at the Angler of the Year title as the biggest prize because you beat everybody for the year, not just one uh, yep. three- or four-day yep. period of time. Yep. And, uh, and it was like, you know, uh, you, you know, when you did that, you proved that you were the best fisherman that particular year. And, and it was over a, a lot of tournaments and a lot of days, and I think that was a big part of it. Uh, and, but the other fishermen that perhaps, uh, you know, were, had the ability to win the Angle of the Year, and some of them did, as a matter of fact, uh, they, uh, they looked at, you know, there are, there are fishermen out there that look at that as the biggest prize, and that, that's part of it, you know. And, and one of the things, you know, uh, you mentioned great fishermen that have not. You know, I saw a piece that I guess BASS produced, and talking about Bill Dance and Roland Martin and myself, who's never won the yeah. classic. And yep. yet all of us won multiple Angler of the Year titles. Roland actually won nine, more than anybody ever has or ever will win in BA. Yeah. Nine Angler of the Year titles, an amazing, amazing record. And uh, the only person close to him is, is my wife, Chris, who's won seven in Bassingale. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so... 
but that was always the big deal to me. And but, but I'll tell you what I use the classic four, and this is kind of a crazy deal, but it's kind of the the business part of me more important than the, the tournament or fishing part of me. But I've never really considered myself a tournament fisherman. Fishing is just what I do for a living, and the television show is basically where we make our living, and everything else is peripheral around that. And so when I started qualifying for the Bass Classics, which I did. My first time in 1975 is the first year I fished all of the tournaments, and then I won my first angler of the year title in 76. And that is 1976, too, Rob. Just so you know. <laughs> <And> wasn't eight, <laughs> okay. Not eight, I'm glad you clarified that. Not 1870, yeah, not 1876. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, my, my deal at the Bassmaster Classic when I first started going to it in 1975 was trying to build a career, and we have 40 or 50 outdoor riders there. And my whole focus that entire week was to try to spend as much time with as many of those outdoor riders and become friends with them and, uh, and, and help them do their job uh, because through them doing their job throughout the course of the next 365 days that was getting ready to come up once that classic ended, I could gain more benefit out of it from a business standpoint and a, uh, a notoriety standpoint in building uh, what a fisherman has is his brand is himself. It's not a ram mm-hmm. truck or a, a tracker boat or a mercury motor. It's uh, it's himself. That's his brand. Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> and, and right. He uses all of those other things. And, and so to me, it was a brand-building deal, and I talked talk to Chris about it, and I said, you know, our most important thing that we need to do that, we can be great to win a classic. I mean, I'm not saying sure. I'm not taking it saying I was taking it lightly at all. But, but I spent my time and my effort, uh, you know, building relationships with those outdoor riders. Many became great friends, and, 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 and you know, and I helped them do their job over the years, and, and they helped me do my job, and and, then, and it's really made a difference, and I think that I, I did the right thing. Uh, as you look back on it now, boy, I would have loved to have won one of those Bassmaster Classics, but, but I never did, and... Uh, <laughs> And you, you never know. I'm hey. going to go back and teach BASS uh, sometime in the future. I almost went back last year and did not. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, I may go back and fish another year or two and qualify for that thing again. And, I, I mean, to me, it's still a prize that's uh, attainable. Uh, sure. Uh, if, I, if, I, if I decide to go back and fish BASS. And this is the first year I've not fished bass, uh, national tournaments since I was a senior in college. So it's a, it's a, a different year for me. And, so far, I'm enjoying not fishing the tournament. <laughs> well, I'm sure. We, you know, Jimmy, certainly you've made your mark as one of the most accomplished and legendary anglers of all time. You know, you mentioned Roland, and I know that uh, both you and he are crazy about turkey hunting. And oh, I want to ask you. <laughs> I want to ask you now, which do you like better? I've already heard from Roland. I wanted to ask Jimmy Houston, <laughs> which one do you like well, better? You know. I'm telling you, I, I don't know that I like either one better, but we probably spend during the time we can turkey hunt, probably spend more time turkey hunting because hunting is one of those things that they tell you when you can start and tell you when you can stop. Now, you just got a tag where you can hunt at any 365 <laughs> days a year, but they, we, they, we don't we don't get those tags very often. They tell us here in Oklahoma we can start April 6th. They tell us we have to quit hunting turkeys May 6th. So, and every state is like that, and so I think that's the big difference. We can go fishing every single day. It doesn't matter. We can go fishing, and, and I know they have seasons on certain species of fish up north. I disagree with that. I don't think they should have that, but, but that's not my yeah. call. And yeah. uh, but but you can still go fishing even even if seasons are closed on some species. But uh, so that to me is the difference, and that's what makes anticipation of opening day of of deer season or opening day of turkey season, which is just is happening in places right now. Yeah, uh, opening day of, of squirrel season in Arkansas is they close schools. I mean that's a big deal. So uh, that I think is what makes fishing a, a little bit different. You know, uh, we're we're all waiting. In, in, in fishing, we, we're waiting on the, the fish to move to shallow water, or we're waiting on the spawn, or we're waiting on the fish to start schooling in certain areas, or, or waiting on white bass to move up in the rivers and creeks so, the, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people can go have great days fishing for them. And, uh, but, but, but what you wait for in, in hunting is that opening day, that season to come along. So I, I think yep. that's the difference. But, I love them both. I don't know if I'd put one above the other. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to take it us is. to our next right. next break. And, folks, we're going to continue our visit with Jimmy. We've got so much to talk about. And this is Rob Kakulish the Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and we will be right back. Today's hunters are facing some real challenges. Nationally, we lose 6,000 acres of upland habitat every day. 
Hunter numbers are not keeping pace with population growth. Each of these puts our hunting lifestyle in danger. With your help, the National Wild Turkey Federation is tackling these challenges head on with its Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative. Our volunteers have committed to increase wild turkey populations and protect our hunting heritage by improving 4 million acres of habitat, creating 1.5 million new hunters and opening half a million new acres to public hunting. Join the NWTF today to help make these bold goals a reality. Visit nwtf.org for more information and to find out how you can help protect our way of life. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and we are having a colorful visit with legendary pro angler TV host Jimmy Houston. And his shows, for many of you may remember, goes way back 21 years on ESPN and a regular in the Outdoor Life Network, presently found NBC Sports, uh, YouTube, I mean, just continues. But no matter when you would tune in, that distinctive laugh has been his signature in all that he does, the great Jimmy Houston. Jimmy, you know, let's just back up uh, a little bit here and maybe share with our listeners about growing up, you know, and how did how'd you get introduced to fishing and hunting? And, you know, this passion that you have today, where did that all come from? Well, I probably the way that most you and just about everybody else that started is, is from your parents or, or some relative. You know, my, my dad, my granddad, I had two uncles that were all, all loved to fish. And, and I, they started carrying me fishing before I could walk, I'm sure. I can't remember catching my first fish, can't remember catching my first bass. I was just, you know, I was too young to remember those yeah. kind of things, and uh, and and so that's where I started. You know, I grew up around more Oklahoma, but it was in the country back in those days, and <laughs> and we lived in a neighborhood that uh, you know when you walked at the end of the block, it turned into fields and woods, and and yep. I had four or five ponds around around my house that I could ride to in any direction, go in any one of the four directions, and go to a pond to go fishing. And I had a creek that ran back behind a house that didn't have a lot of fish in it, but it had a few bullheads and, and bluegill and, and crawfish and. And we would go down and we'd catch those uh, we'd catch those crawdads. On, I know you've done it. I catch oh, those crawdads yeah. on a piece of bacon <laughs> and a string tied to a pole, uh, just as elementary as it gets. And <clears throat> now we're fishing out a hundred thousand dollar bass boats using five hundred dollar rod and reel, throwing twenty five dollar lures. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing. But uh, but but yeah, we we got we learned it just like uh, just like most kids uh, that grow up uh, in in the country, uh, whether it's in the north or the south, you know. Uh, I'm fortunate to grow up in the South. You know, the kids up in the North, they do the same thing. You know, if you're around in the country and, and, uh, you know, one of the most important things that parents can do and grandparents and uncles, my uncles were very instrumental too in, in, in my fishing because they, they loved it just like my dad and my granddad did. And, and, uh, but, uh, it, it's, it's take your, take your sons and daughters, your grandkids, your grandkids, your nieces and nephews, take them fishing, take them to the outdoors. And if it's just nothing other than going down to the river in the, if you live in a city, there's water around every city. So cities can't exist without water. And so there are places to fish and, and places to have a good time. And, uh, parks and, and there's, and of course, nowadays, you know, because of great efforts like people like Bass Pro Shop, as a matter of fact, there are fishing piers, there are docks, there are areas where people can go fishing and fish off the bank. You, you don't have to have a hundred thousand dollar boat or you don't even have to have a, a ten thousand dollar tracker heritage or classic to go fishing. You can go <laughs> fish off of a pier or a dock and, and, yeah. and then they can get the experience of it. And, and you never know. Some of those kids. Yeah, you know that that you do that even in the city uh, will end up maybe on that stage we were talking about that Bassmaster Classic someday. Uh, yeah. Several of the kids that are fishing in that tournament right now, several of those players right now are not country boys. A lot of them are, most of them probably, but uh, but some of them are guys that grew up in the city, but uh, they still had some availability to go fishing, and that's my advice: just take those kids fishing in the outdoors. They will learn. They will become better adults because of absolutely, it. and start them as young as you can. You know, there's, oh, yeah. I've seen so many parents that you know they want to protect, they want to keep them away from the water. Let me tell you, if they can hold a rod in their hand, if they're three years old, you need to go. You need to take them. And, uh, you got it. You got it. You know, those early experiences, I mean, you know, they will absorb, they will absorb and, and you'll imprint 
the right way on those kids, and they'll have that for the rest of their lives. And, you know, Jimmy, you know, I mentioned here in the introduction of this segment about, you know, the years you've been in television. Uh, tell me about who your heroes were, your, the icon that, you know, maybe you modeled yourself after to, to, to go into this career. I mean, you started fishing. You told us about how you did that. But, you know, I think it's pretty interesting on, you know, from when you went to school, when you went to college, to, to where and how you got to do what you're doing right now. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I watched Bill dance and Roland Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Bill you said that. Yeah, you, know, you know I'd say that. Did you? Actually, yeah. actually, Bill and Roland has had a tremendous influence uh, on, on me, without a doubt. You know, they are great friends. I, I love them both to death. I run around with Roland a lot, particularly hunting. We, we fish together a lot. We hunt together a lot also. And they did have a lot of influence on me. When we started our television show, I actually got a hold of all of Bill's, uh, not all, but a lot of Bill Dance's tapes, a lot of Roland's tapes, and I studied them uh, and watched them for hours on end until I got sick of watching them catch fish. But um, <laughs> but, but I, I tried to study the things they were doing correctly that I thought they were doing correctly, just as a fishing fan, and then I, I wanted to emulate those things and things I thought they were doing incorrectly. I wanted to try to avoid, <laughs> and I'm not saying they were doing much incorrectly because they certainly have not. But uh, but but that was uh, that that was a big part of it. But you know, even before that, Rob, uh, when, when my dad bought a resort on Lake Ten Killer when I was sixteen years old, and we moved from the Oklahoma City area down to Lake Ten Killer, and, and that's why I got to live on, on a lake, and that's really what changed, you know, my career without a doubt. And I didn't know it was changing my career. I was just a sixteen-year-old kid that loved to go out and fish every day on the lake and run around on the lake, but. Uh, but we they held the World Series of Sports Fishing on Lake Tenkiller in 1962 when I was a senior in college. And I got to fish with an individual named Virgil Ward. I got mm-hmm. to fish with, with uh, championship fishing. And, and Virgil became, without a doubt, my idol because, uh, you know, not only was he the greatest fisherman, he won the tournament that year. He won the World Championship and started his television show, Championship Fishing. And I watched it religiously because uh, I got to fish with that man. And... Uh, uh, but he was an incredible individual. I later later carried him on some fishing trips in, in his uh, uh, older years and got to take him down to Venezuela and, and let him catch peacock bass, which he had never done. And, and just, uh, I mean, you know, he was a great man, a great family. Uh, we, we were friends with all their family. My daughter actually dated one of his grandsons, as a matter of fact, a, a little while. And, uh-huh. and so it was just, uh, you know, he was definitely a, a great influence. But those other individuals... That was at that World Series of Sports Fishing. I won the, uh, you know, uh, when I was a senior in, in uh, that was, I said a senior in college. I was a senior in high school. I'm sorry about that. I was a senior in in in, uh, in high school. I fished that tournament when I was a senior in college by winning the state championship. But I was a senior in high school, and I actually guarded their boats. They left their boats uh, at the lake, pulled up on the bank, uh, no marinas, and uh, pulled up on the bank, and they paid me. I don't know, $10 a night or something to sit down there in my pickup and, and kind of watch their boats for them. But I got to fish with uh, Virgil Ward. I got to fish Glenn Causey, Glenn Andrews, Jim Rogers from Lamar, Missouri. Uh, a great, I mean, Roy Martin from Panama City, Florida. Absolutely the very top fisherman in the world at that time. And those are names that a lot of people haven't heard of, except maybe for Jim Rogers over there in Missouri. Son's uh, got a, a tackle store up in Kansas City. Uh, but, uh, and Virgil Ward, of course, from championship fishing, but those other guys were just absolutely incredible fishermen. And I got to go fishing with them. Now, as I look back, uh, Rob, they were, uh, they were carrying me fishing with them because I lived on the lake and I fished it all the time. And even though I was just a kid, I could carry them out to some good fishing holes you bet. Where, where I was catching fish. And, and of course I, I was helping them and didn't really realize that. But the, the thing for me was I was able to fish with, it, it'd be like right now, Rob, just think about it. You're going out and fishing with, uh, with, with Kevin Van Dam and Roland Martin and Bill Dance and Hank Parker and some of the names we mentioned and Scott Canterbury, yeah. who just won the, uh, the, the, the Angler of the Year in BASS and, and Brian Thrift, who, you know, the great fisherman in FLW. Uh, but, you, you know, it'd be like going out and fishing with those guys as a 16 year old kid. Look, we're going to come right back to that. But, folks, we return going to continue this really educational, informative visit with Jimmy right here in Bass Pro Shops out in the world. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back. To promote natural conservation and preservation. To protect the natural environment and its wildlife and plant life. 
to acquire ecologically significant undeveloped land and maintain it for the benefits of future generations. This is the sole purpose of the Dogwood Canyon Foundation. A nonprofit organization founded in 1990 by Johnny Morris. The foundation owns one of the most significant pieces of land in the Ozarks Dogwood Canyon Nature Park. 10,000 acres of unspoiled wilderness, just as it was centuries before us. It, it makes you think back what were things like. Yeah, and you know, just. What were the people like? What are these critters like? And what, what was the stream like? I think some of the canyon would be very much today, just like it was thousands of years ago. For the nature lover, the adventure seeker, the curious, this is your playground, your classroom, your own piece of the Ozarks to discover, explore, and enjoy. Dogwood Canyon Nature Park is all about conservation, preservation, education, and having fun. You know, it's not so much we created here, but what we tried to preserve. Because to me, this place is kind of a little slice of what the Ozarks is all about. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And we are back, and thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. If you've just tuned in, we're visiting with Hall of Famer, that legendary angler, Jimmy Houston. Jimmy, that history that you're talking about, I hope somebody's recorded that. Is that kept well, in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame? I mean, you know, some really important things I think need to be preserved there. You know, has anybody recorded that stuff for the future? <laughs> You just did. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't think we, we have. You know, that's something I haven't talked about a whole lot, but it's kind of amazing, and, and it shows kind of what we were talking about a little bit earlier, what what influence uh, adults have on children's life. And I know at 16 years old, uh, you don't consider yourself a child, but by, as you get older, you realize that you certainly were. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and But those, those guys, uh, you know, those guys who, who befriended me and took me out and showed me so things absolutely changed my life and most of those guys are gone i guess all of them are gone i don't know any of those names i mentioned that are still with us but uh but those individuals how much difference they made in in my life and and of course i think through what we've done we've made a difference in a lot of other youngsters life and and, that, and that's what it's about and that's that's why god created what he created when he created the outdoors when he created the fish and the game and you know he didn't have to do that he could have just had cows and horses and pigs and things around <laughs> that we that we use for work and for food but he didn't do that you know he yeah. created he created all this other stuff uh, you know for us to enjoy uh you know as a as a you know just as, for fun and and obviously for food too i mean you know that when we fish and hit, fish and hunt we we provide food but 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 you know i i don't think that's what god was thinking about he could have just made a few more cows and pigs for us to eat <laughs> and chicken oh do not leave the chicken down <laughs> jimmy i was re i was reading i think it came out of bass masters and i want to know if this is true when you're not fishing or hunting is it true that you enjoy watching the television show dancing with the stars Absolutely false. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I, you know, I, 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 I like to, I watch that just to uh, uh, keep my first wife happy. You know, I, I enjoy that show a lot. You know, and one of the things that I really enjoy about it is that we're telling the world this. We should be doing this. One of the things I enjoy is how. How they start out with, you know, now, you know, they, they, they've gotten to where they start out with people who are a little bit more talented, a lot of them now, but they start out with, uh, with people that some of them have never danced, and yet after a <laughs> while, they become pretty good, and some of them even win. I, I remember Emmett Smith, you know, back Yeah, oh, yeah. Smith, of course, uh, you know, he's running back for the Dallas Cowboys, great running back, and, and when he started, he couldn't dance, but he won that thing, and he was really, really good at the end of the year. Of course, he... He he did you know because of being a great athlete where you have to stretch yourself to the maximum of your your abilities and talents and, and intelligence and everything, 
uh, and he, he he applied that to that game. And it, well, you know, the, the great thing is it just shows what you can do when you're willing to try and, and really put yeah. everything that you've got into it. And, and yeah, some of them, I, I remember a guy from Oklahoma here, Gary Busey, <laughs> who never did learn to dance, but you know, <laughs> Gary had had a motorcycle accident. He, he's, he's had, you know, he had some, uh, some, some damage to his head and he doesn't think quite well all the time, but, uh, in a immense talent, immense talent, actor and singer. And, you know, he was Buddy Holly when the Buddy Holly movie, he was Buddy Holly. He really was. Uh-huh. But, but, well, uh, but, but, you know, it, it just shows you what you could accomplish when you, when you really sure. try. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. Well, look, you mentioned earlier that, uh, yesterday you were fishing with your wife, Chris, and, you know, married for 40 years, and I got to just say, God bless you, man, for a long marriage. It's something that's <laughs> try, try, really try, try unique. 50, 56 years. <laughs> 56. Okay. I said it's My over 40. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, you know, your wife, as you mentioned, you know, America's top female bass angler. What's it like to have a wife that shares that same passion <laughs> with you and is such an accomplished angler? What's that like? Well, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, I mean, it is fun to fish with fishermen that are good fishermen. And that, that's one of the things throughout the year, because I fish with a lot of people that, uh, that, you know, are not very good. I, we take a lot of people fishing that don't get to fish very much and they get hung up in the trees and they backlash. They do a lot of things bad. And it's, you're talking it's, about me. Yeah. I didn't, I did not say that. I did not say that. <laughs> but, uh, but it's such a pleasure to go out there and fish with somebody, uh, really basically all year round and for 50 some odd years. That, uh, that that really is an accomplished fisherman. And we learned how to fish together. Her and I got married when we were teenagers, and we learned how to fish together. And the fact that she couldn't practice with me this year in uh, in the tournament practice is why I quit fishing national bass tournaments. I mean, that was the that was the main reason right there. Uh, is, is I just didn't want to spend those three days of practice out there running around fishing by myself. But it's a tremendous advantage and a tremendous pleasure to get to do that. And, and the other part of that game, and I'd recommend any young guys out here, listen, find you a girl that likes to hunt or fish or both. But if you like to do either one, that's good. If you got a girlfriend, take her out there, and if she doesn't like to, find you another girlfriend. Uh, because, you know, one of the things, she doesn't like to hunt. She, she, she went deer hunting with me one time, and as luck would have it, and you've seen it many, many times, people you've taken, they kill a big buck right off the bat first day, and, you know, and I'm so excited and it doesn't do anything at all for her she's like uh well that's okay you know but uh and she had already passed up two before she shot one and uh <laughs> but she she shot it with a rifle and it just didn't give her a thrill and i told her out there in the woods i said hey if you're not excited and pumped up right now this is not for you it's just something yeah. but because yeah. of the fact that she fishes she understands why i get out of bed at four o'clock in the morning and it's snowing mm-hmm. and sleeting and raining and cold and blowing and go out there and climb up a tree with a bow and arrow in my hand. She understands that. And so most women, if they don't do that, they can't understand. They're thinking, my my man's gone crazy. I mean, he is absolutely, he's crawling out of bed with a beautiful young woman and going out and sitting in a tree with a stick in his hand trying to kill a deer. (laughs) That more than likely, if it walks by, it's not going to be big enough, he's going to let him go. (laughs) And and you think the guy's lost his mind. But if she fishes, she understands what he's doing. She understands that. And I think that's one of the big things about about having a woman that, that that hunts or fishes, they they know they know you're not crazy. Or well, maybe they know you are crazy. Maybe that's it. But they're crazy too, so that's good. Look, we don't have but a thirty seconds here. We've got to take the next break. But I got to ask you, who's the best at catching bass? Uh, she's better than I am. I'll just go ahead and say it. She's proven it her whole life. She won seven angler of the year titles, you know, and about twenty five boats. So she's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I knew you had to make some points with Chris somehow. Anyway, look, we got to take our final break of the show, and we return going to continue. We're going to wrap this visit up with Jimmy, and uh, there's so much to talk about. You're listening to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World right here, and we will be right back. In 1912, Theodore Roosevelt said, There can be no greater issue than that of conservation in this country. More than a century later, his statement has never been more meaningful. The Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership promotes Roosevelt's commitment to the sporting life by guaranteeing that all Americans have quality places to hunt and fish. Visit trcp.org to learn more and take action. I'm Larry Weissen, life member of the Dallas Safari Club, and I'd like to invite you to become a member of the world's finest outdoor conservation organization whose mission revolves around wildlife conservation, education, and hunter advocacy. 
DSC is a worldwide organization comprised of like-minded outdoor people who have granted more than $4 million in the last two years in support of projects involved in the scientific-based management of wildlife and habitat. To learn more and become a member, please go to biggame.org. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to our final segment of Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and we've been having a fun and inspirational visit with legendary Hall of Fame angler, my good friend, Jimmy Houston. Jimmy, you know, you talked about, you know, your wife and sharing, you know, so many great values. And, uh, you know, with you being so involved even more than just in fishing and hunting, making television appearances, endorsements, and, you know, all the kind of things that take you away from the water and take you away from the woods. How do you balance that with your family? How, how did you do that? How, what was the success of over 50 years of marriage and being able to do that? Well, I think one of the key things, without a doubt, Rob, you know, uh, you, you set your life up, you know. I think you put God first, and I think you put your family next, and everything else is uh, is it will fall into place and it will work for you as well it should work. You know, I don't really believe it's an accident that I'm married to a woman that loves to fish. I think that's God's planning. And I think when you put God first in your life, he will plan things well for you. Now, we don't always follow his plans all the time. We don't follow his directions all the time. But I think when you do that, uh, I think that, that everything will fall in place. And, 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 you know, sometimes when you don't follow <clears throat> the old Baptist church, we call that backsliding. Uh, <clears throat> he'll pull you back. He'll nudge you and pull you back and get you going in the right direction. But I think that's the most important part. We took our kids uh, to fishing tournaments with us uh, all their life. I mean, they you know we they went to tournaments. We took them out of school, and they, we were fortunate that we lived in the country. We went to country schools where teachers and principals uh, actually went to our church, and so we could take them out of school as long as they did their work. I know that's more difficult to do nowadays, but nowadays they have homeschooling. A lot of the tournament fishermen homeschool their kids. I recommend that, you know, uh, for sure. I know homeschooling's got its uh, pluses and minuses, but the, the big plus is that you have those kids with you, and they're, they're learning. Uh, they're, they're Obviously, they're involved in what you do for a living because they're with you there at the tournaments, and they know what it takes to be successful. They they share with your success. They share with your defeats, and, and that turns them into better people, I think. And they, yeah. they're, they're all going to grow up and be, be big people. They're going to grow <laughs> up and be men and women. And, yep. uh, but it's all formulated when they're kids and we need to spend as much time as we possibly can. And now we've got kids and great grandkids and that we look forward to. I, I can't wait to, uh, you know, uh, this spring break here just coming up just in another week or so. Yep. We'll have uh, grandkids and great grandkids running all around the ranch. It'll be some of the three or four best days and most tiresome yep. days that I spend all year. <laughs> well, Jimmy, you're a book author as well. And on top of the many things you got going on, it's just amazing. You've authored, I think, five different books. A number one selling fishing book, Caught Me a Biggin. You wrote Hooked on Life, The Real Line, Catch of the Day. You know, and these spiritual and inspirational daily devotionals built around your fishing trips, tales, and events, just very quickly, in a short amount of time we've got, tell us about those, where people can find them. Well, the catch of the day is the book right now that uh, we, we're, we're reading on our YouTube channel uh, every single morning, and people you know, sure need to check that out because it, it really will help change your life. It'll, it'll strengthen your relationship with God, and you can uh, you can get you, actually the catch of the day uh, daily devotional. is sold at the Bass Pro Shops all around the country. Pretty sure it probably sold at Cabela's also, but the Bass Pro mm-hmm. does carry them. And uh, you can order them from Jimmy Houston Outdoors. Uh, give us uh, Just check our website out or give us a call. At 918-457-5115. I'll personalize and autograph those books if you want. Uh, I'll even pay the postage and handling on them. We also have the, uh, uh, I think, Hook for Life. I think we've uh, that is out of publication right now, but we found about a couple thousand copies of it the other day in the warehouse we didn't know we had. So we have been selling quite a few of those. But the Catch of the Day book is the one that that, uh, really is selling uh, right now probably as good as it ever has because we we are using it on that YouTube channel and Facebook channel. So uh, it's really, really, really really a nice little book. And it took me five months to write it, and it's uh, totally... Totally God-inspired. I just wrote down the words he told me to. Well, I wish we had more time. I'd love for you to share your testimony, and we'll just have you back to to do that. But uh, tell us again where they can find it on YouTube, 
uh, these daily devotionals. I think uh, yeah, so the, the easy thing to do. Everybody's got a YouTube uh, app on their phone. It comes on all the phones nowadays. Just go in there and hit that little icon. Type in Jimmy Houston Outdoors. Uh, hit that subscribe. It doesn't cost anything. It's totally free. Hit that subscribe button. It's got a little bell there you can hit, which uh, your bell will ding anytime we post a video. We we post over 500 videos this year is what we will be posting on YouTube. Uh, in addition to the daily devotionals, we uh, post a Sunday afternoon chat. We do a te- the television show is on Monday night. Uh, the 2020 television shows uh, are up there. We post a, a new one every Monday night, and then we post uh, videos on Wednesday and Friday. A lot of how-to videos teach you how to throw a casting reel, teach you how to wind online, teach you how to fish uh, an umbrella rig, teach you how to fish with a spinnerbait or uh, fish to find. We just did one this week that will be up pretty quickly. How to find fish in cold open water which is uh, uh-huh. where a lot of them were just the other day they're kind of moved <laughs> to the bank now uh, thank goodness <laughs> but with a lot of videos up there it's really really a neat little bit youtube channel like i said it's small right now only about thirty-eight thousand. but uh but we were in uh, you're in uh, you know quite a few every day yeah well look we're just about out of time somebody asked me the other day when did jimmy kiss his first fish on tv what's the what's the short answer on that one i just wish i knew i kind of like catching my first fish i don't know i'm sure i kissed it either during a tournament when i was just so thankful to catch a big fish or in the early days of television we used to try to catch a really nice one you know a four or five pounder or bigger to, to close the show and sometimes it was almost impossible to catch that closing fish and we don't do it that way anymore we're about closed on a two pounder or we're about closed on no fish now <laughs> but uh, but uh, we was probably so happy to finally catch that fish uh, and make sure we had that television show for the day and when I started. But I have no idea when I started. I just don't. I, but but I still do it. I still love it, and so do the fish. <laughs> Look in the final fifteen seconds. Give us a final thought as we close out the show. Well, I think it's going to be a great season. I think the fishing is better all over the nation than it's ever been. I think that if you uh, you need to get out there and take your kids fishing, get out there and take your wife, your girlfriend fishing, and, and get involved in the sport. It's just, it's just one of the most wonderful things that God ever created. Jimmy, thanks for being with us today. Congratulations on all of your achievements, the impact that you've had on so many. All that you've done, you continue to do for our fishing, our hunting, and conservation heritage. You're a blessing to all of us, and just God bless you. Thank you so much. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up here today, right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. I'm Rob Keck. On behalf of Bass Pro Shops, where your adventure always starts right here, thanks for answering the call. That call to conservation and preserving our rich hunting, fishing, and trapping heritage. We'll see you next week. This has been Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, talking all things outdoors, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, your outdoor leader. Join us next Saturday and every Saturday for more special guests and unique locations.